man. New music. New music, new episode. This is becoming a routine. You know what I mean? This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. Your Jersey Judah back with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. All right. <clears throat> Played some new music in the beginning. I was pretty much making those all day today. Not really hour and 30 minutes tops but I figured I'd come back on here for a couple of reasons number one I still need to go over Hammerhand and Undead Chronic as they talk about a strag that calls red pill men gay that's right and there's another video by Modern Women Archives Reviews that I want to go through, but I'm going to be going on YouTube in order to get that. So that means, you know, fucking ads nine times out of ten. But that video is only five minutes long. We got about 13 minutes on this video. If you guys didn't check out the last episode, I strongly suggest you do so. Because we went over nearly half of this video, and we're going to go over the other half right about now. Um, I went back uh, probably half a minute, just so for those who wanted to catch up, you can catch up with the last episode and then come back. Um, But I have it set at 9.58, 9 minutes and 58 seconds. And the total of this video is 23 minutes and 51 seconds long. Briefly, the woman comes on. She talks about how she doesn't know what's happened to men. And, you know, the guys that become red pill or the guys who are red pill are not cool. In fact, they're gay by her, by what she said. And the red pill used to be cool, which it never was ever ever cool the people that did the content were sort of over the edge or uh, what's the word I'm looking for Um, the people who did the the content like Hammerhand and Undead Chronic like they're they're looked at as cool but the actual commercial like the red pill being commercialized would never happen and it should never happen and unlike Rolo Tomasi I actually believe that the red pill should not go mainstream And I wouldn't go on a mainstream platform to promote it. 
but that's just me. But with all that being said, man, let's continue where we left off, man. We're not wasting any time. We're jumping right back into the fuckery, right back into the foolishness. Chris. As a solid four or five, maybe I'll give her a five on a really good day. But as an average woman, you pretty much can have your pick of just about anyone out there. But Calling that's not the guy that you speech. want. She, she, is she, it? She's oh, a, I'm sorry. She thinks she's a 10 out of 10. She deserves I'm Congress sorry. check. You know, I've seen those uh, those whatever. I'm messing with the knob back and forth because uh, Undead Chronic's mic is extremely low. Uh, Hammerhand's mic is perfect. So if you hear shit going up and down, just understand that I'm trying to get this audio just right so it can be recorded and heard properly videos too where you have this disparate group of females that uh, every single one of them runs off that they're a 10 runs off the mouth that they're a 10 and not one of them is a six including galgore the destroyer oh i saw that fucking shit that was horrifying i'm what's your job i'm a bad bitch I'm like, uh. <laughs> I'm, like you're, I'm like you're a bad bitch when you go to the pig trough because all the little pigs are starving because you're <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was a noisy fucking trough, and then it, you turn around, the bitch ate the fucking up, the pigs at the trough, and oh, she ate the trough. I'm disgusted. <laughs> Let's watch us Tate cope. Also, if you guys are still an Andrew Tate fan and you didn't get upset when I called him a mystery mutt glow up bitch, um, he's a mystery. <laughs> you here we go, man. And see, Undead Chronic's one of those people where, where like, honestly, because <clears throat> like, I think I think people are too big on Andrew Tate, but I also understand why. So I don't I don't take I don't really take sides of things. I have my own opinion. I have my own views on certain things. So when it comes to like Undead Chronic roasting uh, Andrew Tate, I'm all for it. The shit's funny. And that's one of the people, if you listen to the last episode, <clears throat> she referenced a couple of guys who talked about hooking up with transgenders. And those two guys, uh, John Anthony Lifestyle and Andrew Tate is who she's talking about without mentioning the name. Just so y'all know, um, Andrew Tate has also said that if he had an opportunity, if he had a choice to fuck a woman that looks like a man or fuck a man that looks like a 10, a flawless woman, he would fuck the woman. That's out of pocket. That's a violation for any man. And within the space, it should never be tolerated. But the space is gone now. And I had to turn this base down. What the? What the? But there is no uh, order anymore. A guy can say that he's going to teach you how to pick up the best looking women, but then later on talk about, you know, he has a 1500 plus body count, which includes a couple of transsexuals. If that's what y'all want to follow, then fine. Everybody got a choice. But um, yeah, I'm all for the fuckery. I'm all for the roasting. You know, Andrew Tate uh, with, with, with Undead Chronic. And Andrew Tate, he's just going to roast away. And I'm just going to commentate. Because it is what it is. Tater Tot, glow on bitch whose daddy was a CIA, 
he's probably linked to the CIA, and he got his he got his cuts. He got his first money after getting kicked out of the fighting tournament because he wasn't good enough to go UFC by acting like a woman and sexting dudes online. And then he says he wants to bang transgenders. So if you look up to Andrew Tate, you look up to a metrosexual, lying, <laughs> glowy spawn that Glow. likes to pretend to be a woman and talk about what he's going to do to dudes' penises. You're you pathetic. Think? Fucking leave my channel. Yikes. Uh, agreed. And this is just the way that things are now, right? I lost like two or 300 subs when I spent a couple streams roasting him. I'm like, good. I don't need people who are so weak. They go, oh, but like, look, he, he's, he's like somewhat jacked. He's like, you know, he has a Bugatti. We should, he's, you know, he's living life. And I'm like, yeah, would you, would you suck schlong for a Bugatti? Sounds like you would. Well, it, it sounds like you would. If you're going to go down that road and that's your justification for still hanging on to that fella, you know, it sounds to me like you're pretty much down. If you look, if you're down and that's your thing, then go get it. There's more than enough <laughs> motherfuckers out there doing it right now. But that's not my thing. And I've, never I seen, I've never seen a picture of Andrew Tate with women that didn't look like he was the gay best friend on Grindr. Every well, they're just one, he looks gay. Every one of those those hoes that he turns out with, even the ones that came out in his defense, they're they're plastic as fuck. They don't even look real. So I, if that's what you could. So I don't I, I'm not going to go too deep. <laughs> Like I'm not, I'm not dick watching, so I'm not paying attention to who a man's screwing and, and judging the women that they're with. But I will say it's all of a part of the image, right? You look at Andrew Tate, and Andrew Tate's supposed to be the guy that everybody, all the young, all the young men look up to because there's no true masculine male role models out there. Anything that's masculine or that's promoted as role model to men will instantly become misogynistic. If he even thinks of mentioning the red pill, he will be a misogynistic piece of shit by most women. And that's just kind of how it goes. Um, Fresh and Fit were one of the the first couple guys that really kind of got exposed And what I mean is when the allegations of Myron Gaines holding over um, the women's spot on the show for sex, that was kind of a bad look. But guys, guys aren't going to really crucify him for that. That's just the reality. Oh, you try to go on the show, you fine as hell. I want a piece of ass. Whether you agree with that, whether you agree with that method or not, it happens. It happens in the entertainment business. Right? It happens in the business industries where women sleep their way up for a position. It doesn't always happen, but people shouldn't be shocked about it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let me get some of this iced tea. Um, people weren't really shocked about it. They were shocked that, and I don't know why. I mean, look at look at CEO Fresh. Look at Fresh. I mean, think about his name and then look at him. He looks dirty, right? These guys look like peasants, peons, jabronis. Without the recognition, they would just be squares on the street. That's all it is. But if you give a nigga a little bit of shine, a little bit of credibility, they'll run a marathon with it. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. The marathon continues. Um, 
because it is these guys who you would think, oh, they got easy access to women. No, they're paying for pussy. They're on seeking arrangements. It's like they're tricking. They're literally tricking on bitches, literally tricking on bitches. Oh, you want to come to the show? You got to drop the draws. Hey, now. I remember I forgot who exactly exposed them. It wasn't just it wasn't just Abba and Preach. But the reason why I'm saying all this is this was like the first crack the chink in the armor, no pun intended, no disrespect to the Chinese folks. Although, no disrespect to the Chinese people in the United States. Now, I don't know about China folks otherwhere, in other places. You feel me? So I'm just going to keep it real with you. But we found a little chink in the armor. This is what the women said. This is what the detractors of the red pill said when they caught uh, Myron Gaines trying to coerce a bitch on the show with some pussy. And then... CEO Fresh sipping for the snow bunny and the woman's only dealing with him because she wants to go on the yacht. I mean, this is all poor shit. I mean, this is this is bullshit, right? It's fucked up. But these were the first, well, not the first, but one of the first two that kind of got pointed out, on, got put on blast on multiple occasions, still doing what they're doing, still got a following, still got the echo chamber. And it's the same with Andrew Tate. You think anybody... Matter of fact, let's look this up. Let's multitask, man. We got time. We're going to make this probably an hour and 40 minutes, probably 45, if we're lucky. I want to look this up because I don't want to just say nothing about a person without bringing any evidence. Because what he said was uh, pretty out of pocket. Um, where is the sad? We got to find it, man. Then again, I wouldn't be that surprised if this shit was somehow taken down. Um, <clears throat> what would it be called? I don't think I can find it. If I can't, then it is what it is, man. But um, it is a clip of Andrew Tate. Now, a lot of people say he was joking around, and I can understand that because people tend to joke about that shit, and I don't. I don't joke about um, having sex with transsexuals. I don't joke about having sex with an attractive man over an ugly woman. Like, I I don't do that. I just refuse. I, I will not joke about it. I will not play games about it. Um, that isn't something I stand for. And that isn't something I promote. If people want that shit, go, go to these other people. There's a lot of zesties, a lot of zesties out here. Okay. A lot of, a lot of these zesties and a lot of these savory guys that you can get your uh, content from. All right. You, you can go to them and get your little fix of zesty content, but you won't find it here. Okay. But some were saying 
that when Andrew Tate went on camera and talked about him rather having sex with a transsexual than a woman who looks like a man, it, it just it, it expresses and explains everything. His attitude about it, and you guys know me, I'm pretty not I'm pretty I'm pretty non-biased when it comes to Andrew Tate. So there's a lot of shit he says that's funny, a lot of shit that I look at as entertaining uh, entertainment. But then when the allegations came, I kind of fell back because I didn't want to support someone who was a potential, you know, fuckboy. And when I use the term fuckboy, I don't use it in the way that a woman uses it. Although, you know, bitches use that term. A fuckboy, there's two types of fuckboys. I want men to know this also. There's two different type of fuckboys. One fuckboy, ironically enough, doesn't fuck. Right? The, the first type of fuckboy is a guy who doesn't fuck. And it's a guy who does some fuck shit. He does some dumb shit. He does some stupid shit. He does outrageous shit. He does idiotic shit. And gets nowhere in the process of doing it. That's the first definition of a fuckboy. The second definition of a fuckboy is a guy who legitimately fucks women and is known by women as a fuckboy, but rather it be derogatory towards a man, he's going, all right, I fuck bitches, I'm a fuckboy. That's all it is. It's how people respond and it's how people react. If you're calling a square a fuckboy, then you know he's a lame. He's doing some fuck shit. He's not, he's not, he's not, in terms of like communication, he's not controlling anything. Um, when you interact, when a man, the man has the advantage once he's able to break the ice, but before he has everything against him, especially if you're walking up to a woman and you're going to talk and she's with her friends or somewhere public, you have that chance of getting shot down, right? But once you're able to break the ice and start the conversation, a man who, who truly has conversational value, that's gonna that ability is gonna step in and do wonders for you. Trust me. Alright? And I'm only saying this because so many people <clears throat> and it's like you can look at like like pickup artists, uh even black pill content creators will tell you. Black pill content creators tell you that personality doesn't matter. <clears throat> and <clears throat> I find that to be a cop-out, <clears throat> knowing what I know now. Right? It's almost like a woman saying she's not settling. Where a lot of women don't even have the opportunity to settle if they did. So, it's not, it's not like... It's not like the men are completely at a disadvantage. <clears throat> It's just as a man, you have more responsibility. Even when it comes with women, you have you have the responsibility of approaching a woman. The only thing a woman's going to do for you is give you an indicator of interest. She's going to look at you a bit. She's going to eye you up and down. She's going to play with her hair. She's going to do all types of stupid shit to pretty much signal you to approach her. She will not approach you. If you watch a lot of these sort of like fake experiments that they have on YouTube, like the gold digger experiments. And it's like the guy who goes up to a woman and he tries to talk to her and she wants nothing to do with him. And then all of a sudden he unlocks his fucking Ferrari 
And then the bitch out of nowhere is just chasing the guy, trying to get the guy's phone number, trying to communicate with the guy. That's like the only time that a woman will approach a man when she knows a man's got it. When she knows a man's got it, then she might approach. And that's a might, actually. That's not a definite. Because I was going to do an episode about how men and how like men and women view each other as animals, as wild animals. With men, we are looked at as the uncontrollable, un- untamable beast, right? We're looked at as these predatory, uh, like, like, like women say it, a lot of guys today, predators, all this other bullshit, right? <clears throat> and men, we look at a lot of women, especially the attractive women, as exotic animals, where they're like a leopard... Um, they're like a tiger, very, uh, majestic, beautiful creatures, but highly dangerous and highly deadly. (laughs) We view each other as animals because we in fact are, uh, warm blooded mammals, but at the same time, we view each other as wild, untamable animals. It's not just men that look at the women and say that they're thoughts in 304s. It's the women that look at the guys and call the guys uh, brokies and call the guys um, dusties and call the guys educated lambs. But that's only on the negative. See, a guy who's out there, right, and he has experience with women, that's not going to affect him in a negative way whatsoever. A woman in that same situation who has a lot of sex and who has a lot of sexual experiences with men, regardless of how the wave of feminism continues to come along, right, that will still be unacceptable for most men, especially most men who want to start families and most men who are interested in relationships. There's very few of them, but those men in particular are paying attention to those things that I just mentioned. Let's get back into this. If this allows me. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was on YouTube. To be attractive from a woman, maybe, get, maybe you ought to just go ahead and go. Woman. Just go, go he, gay. He thinks high body woman is just a for, it's just how big her tatas are, fake or not, and whether she's like thin. That's what all it is to him. The high value woman I go after, they would see Tate, and after a sentence of him saying anything he says, they're calling the cops on him or they're calling their family to kick his ass instantly. Yeah. But then again, the high value woman I chase, they don't mis uh, misgenate. They don't Prof- mix with they don't they don't mix with Amaramuts. Right? The prophet of men in the chat says Bugai! 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 Hey, tra- hey, Tater Tots, what, what color is your jail cell? <laughs> tater Tots. It just leads to more confusion in an already confused society. So I don't really find it or deem it to be appropriate. And I'm not somebody that hates Andrew Tate. I look at him up. I am. Or I am. I like actually some of the things he says, other things I don't agree with. I mean, does your opinion really matter, bitch? Like for a lot of these women, you got to understand they're really just they're really just going from one subject to the next subject. Right. 
she may she may really hate Andrew Tate, but she's gonna say she likes Andrew Tate to get the guys who like Andrew Tate. You see what I mean? And even if she liked Andrew Tate, why the fuck would I care? And is is Andrew Tate is Andrew Tate considered red pill? And I'm asking this question because I rarely hear him talk about the red pill. Now he talks about the matrix a lot, escaping the matrix. He talks about that a lot, but I don't hear him talk much about the red pill in particular. And I don't hear him talk about MGTOW or anything like that or the manosphere. I'm, he may have mentioned the manosphere once or twice. He's obviously not a Christian. Everything he says that people like, has been stolen from smarter men that came before him. Everything. Agreed. Agreed. I have never heard a single thing Andrew Tate said that other men before him have not yet said. Agreed. He's unoriginal. To be fair, <clears throat> and I will I, I will come to Tate's defense, and the reason why I say this is because everybody in this space are influenced by one another. Indirectly, directly, I mentioned the people who I'm influenced by. Most of the people that I go over on this podcast are the people that I listen to. So it's no surprise Undead Chronic and Hammerhand would be a couple of those people, although I don't play them a lot. And I really don't get a chance to listen to them as much because when you make content and when you talk yourself, it's kind of hard to catch up to everybody in which I kind of do that on my downtime or when I go to work. I listen to a lot of the content creators that I haven't been listening to, or I'll just go through, I'll just go through their videos or go through their live streams while I'm doing my eight and hitting the gate or doing my nine, I should say during the summertime. But I don't, I don't think it's that simple to just say that nothing that Andrew Tate says is original. Because if we're being honest, even when people mention Kevin Samuels, he did. He died. He did. When people mention Kevin Samuels not being original, and then I myself can attest to that because I've heard Tommy Sotomayor say a lot of shit before Kevin Samuels. And y'all know how I feel about Tommy Sotomayor. You know what I mean? I don't I don't necessarily I'm not like a fan, but I don't I'll listen to his shit. I think he says a lot of meaningful shit and he doesn't get a lot of credit because shit that he said, I've heard Donovan Sharp say I've heard Minister Jap say, but Minister Jap and, and Tommy, they go back. So that's different with, between them. But I've heard Donovan Sharp say this shit. I've heard Kevin Samuel say the same shit. I've heard a lot of guys say shit that I've heard Tommy Sotomayor say back in 2013, 2014. Some of those folks had YouTube channels. Don't get it twisted. I'm not saying that people just copy Tommy Sotomayor, but certain concepts that Kevin Samuels made very popular were things that I remembered hearing from Kevin Samuels. Now, this Kevin Samuels is considered the quote-unquote godfather of the manosphere. Rolo Tomasi is considered the quote-unquote godfather of the red pill. Now, I've already mentioned the hypocrisies of somebody like Rolo Tomasi because 
when talking about Andrew Tate, which is very funny. And it's very funny that I'm mentioning it again, but I mentioned it. I'm mentioning it in a different way or in a different. It's a different variation of what I said in the last episode. Rolo Tomasi was referencing Andrew Tate on Fresh and Fit on that one episode. And everybody, I think Donovan Sharp was there as well. And everybody was talking about whether the Manosphere should go mainstream or not. Everybody pretty much said, and it's a grift, right? If you think about it, because what grifter wouldn't want the Manosphere to go mainstream, especially if they're the top grifter? If it goes mainstream, then they're the ones that's going to be called to go and have the interviews. So, of course... And it's funny that I'm mentioning this because a lot of things transpired between that very interview and what happened today, where Rolo Tomasi says straight up, the red pill should never go mainstream under any circumstances. You know, Andrew Tate's different or he tried to excuse Andrew Tate because they they go back. So what ended up happening was Andrew Tate ended up doing the Vice documentary and he ended up getting locked up. And then all of a sudden, Dr. Phil, I guess, contacted Rolo Tomasi and asked him to come on the show. And he just came on the show. And this is about a year and some change after that last interview when he was talking to Fresh and Fit about the red pill never going mainstream. The red pill was meant the red pill for this name, for the namesake is going to go mainstream. Because you can't talk about something not being mainstream when it's referenced from a cult classic, uh, a trilogy, right? Or was it four movies that they came out with? The Matrix. So, of course, it's going to ring bells and people have their own interpretation of the red pill. So the red pill is almost subjective. Oh, you got red pill in a social level, intersexual, dynamic level, self-development level. Or you got the red pill when it comes to politics. Oh, that's more of a right wing thing. Or you got like, it's, it's just so much, it's so much shit wrapped in the one today. The one thing he's original and how, fu- is how fucking metrosexual he looks. <laughs> Metro which is impressive. Oh take my notes, God. Uh, gay bars. Christian. So a lot of things I take with a grain of salt. That's just uh, what it is, but I'm going to play this cause I think something really nefarious is going on and I think it's all going back to. I love that word, by the way, I've used that word several times on this podcast, on this podcast, uh, nefarious. There is something nefarious about the word nefarious. All right. Transgender uh, agenda. (laughs) So do you think that she's aware? You think that she's aware of the horror show? that the, the child courts are, that the divorce courts are? You think she knows? She's she she like, yeah, they're not fair, but she's not really thinking about it. Probably. Now look at this dude. And look this at this. Video too, look right? at this expired almond Alvin the Chipmunk looking bitch. Jesus. <laughs> Walking Jeez. around in a normal button up shirt with two buttons done. I've never seen a dude do that sober and, and be straight. Every dude, every straight guy that's doing that is hammered. Can't show off his uh, 
underdeveloped middle peck and the tattoo if he buttons the shirt up. So, you know. He's, look, I don't want to rate dudes. I always joke I'm an ugly guy. It's because I look like a Neanderthal. This dude's ugly because he literally looks like a... He looks like he came out of an Evil Dead movie, and he's like uh, one of the twisted little squeaky demons. Like a somebody stole demon. his chin, so all that money can't get a chin. Just some chin theft, or a woman, which is a legitimate one. And everyone's sitting there clicking "woman, woman, woman, woman" because they think they're going to be gay if they do anything else, but they're not actually thinking about the question. I am so smart. I operate on <laughs> this nigga. I can't look. I can't stand this guy. So many levels higher than the average man. You people are not thinking about the question. I'm so smart. I would bang a trans. Look at this side profile. Imagine being a tater tot and you get mobbed and you get mobbed on by your guy that looks like this. Dude, I've seen rats with more masculine side profiles than this guy. Oh my god, man! Liz, look at this. These niggas, yo. <laughs> Like I said before, man, big white, but these niggas are savages, man. These two, these two Caucasoid niggas are indeed savages. They don't let the names fool you, although I find Undead Chronic to be a creative name. And Hammerhand is a is a name used in, uh, isn't it Gather? Isn't it uh, Magic the Gathering? Or one of the characters in uh I'm trying to figure it out. Dungeons and Dragons, I think. I'm not if I'm not mistaken, uh Hammerhand is a reference to that. But um Yeah, they don't play around. They they roast motherfuckers. We went over um Undead Chronic not Undead Chronic, um we went over Hammerhand and Hammerhand was roasting uh Brett Cooper, because Brett Cooper was doing a video talking ill about men. Like what a surprise. All these so-called conservative, right-leaning women, they tend to have the most negative things to say about men. If you look at it and really be honest with yourself, most bitches on the left are just trying to fuck guys, but they're trying to fuck the top guys. So they'll downplay the ugly guys. But with conservative, so-called conservative women, they'll, they'll aim their target at men and not realizing what all of the women... And she may be responsible. She may not be responsible. She may be a part of the whoredom. She may not be a part of the whoredom. But she ain't She ain't willing to accept that these women market themselves like that. And so the men react. You're dealing with men, predators, right? Not predator, predators in the term of hunters. That's more suitable. You know, the hunters and the gatherers. The hunters are the men. The gatherers are the women. The men would go out there and hunt the animal and the women would go out there and gather the fruit and vegetables for the meal. And she would prepare everything. And by the time the man brought home um, the meat, I mean, he's probably a savage. He'll probably cut up, cut, cut the shit open, take the guts out. You know what I'm saying? And have her like, you know, he'll kill a cow or some shit. Have her cook, cook a fucking steak or some shit. Real gangster shit back in the day, though. You know what I mean? So the whole hunters and gatherers with the men, it's all about that sort of. And it's it's it's, it's really natural if you think about it, because how the man looks at it, you know, his easy access to a woman is the sex. A woman's easy access to a man is his finances. 
and his resources without giving up the sex. This is why a lot of women, they'll talk about how they used to go out there and sleep around and make all bad decisions. But now they're sticking to one guy. I guarantee you guys who are listening, that one guy she's sticking to is getting the worst version of her possible. All right. You know it and I know it. All the fun she's had, she's had it. She's she's over and done with it. She's giving you regular missionary. If you do chores around the house, you might get doggy. She might she might bend it backwards for you. But other than that, these women aren't. I mean, come on. Let's be honest. Let's be real. How can anybody take this lipstick loser seriously? I don't know, bro. Because that's how fucked up people are today, Chronic. That's that's how underwhelming masculine men are today. Now, the one thing that I will disagree with them with is that statement. Because you would have to ask yourself, well, who are the alternatives? Of course, these guys are heavy hitters. But when it comes to reaching different platforms, and that's what Andrew Tate did that other guys just haven't done, and they're not willing to really address it and give credit where credit is due, right? He was able to be canceled from one platform. So rather, let me let me explain it like this. <clears throat> that way it makes more sense. Rather than just create another channel on YouTube and continue to bitch about YouTube, he just went on a different platform and brought half of the people or 25% of the people that were on YouTube to Rumble. That's Andrew Tate. That's what Andrew Tate did. So, in a way, <clears throat> from that alone, he's looked at as someone bigger than just a manosphere or red pill guy. I understand that. Considering the fact that he was a fighter, he was a kickboxer at one point, he's already had the reputation. Um, with the things that happened to him previously, I hate to say it, but I, I'm still one of the people that say he shot his own self in the foot with that situation. I truly believe that the Vice documentary that he took part in was uh, was somehow incorporated or tried to be incorporated into whatever investigation that they had going on with him. And they probably still have an ongoing investigation. I'm just saying. You know, and, and you're being stomped on by everybody. You're being squeezed out of society because society doesn't want that. So this fucking fraud, this paraplegic, this fucking weirdo carbon copy of what a man is comes along and says, do this shit, Bugatti. And that's what you got. Dude, with a side profile <laughs> like this, 100 out of 100 Spartan Bugatti. elders would throw baby Tate into the woods. Oh, my God. There's not a single Spartan elder to have ever have lived that would decide, yeah, we could use this as a warrior. No. I mean, I, I think the entire time that he was in combat sports, every single shot ever landed on his chin and pushed it into his fucking spine. I know. Spine. I think reason why he thought he was, I mean, he only did like a, like a minor league. The reason why he was so good in the minor league is the other opponent. It's just like, it's like round two is like, I don't know, coach. I just can't, I can't get the knockout. I can't hit him on his chin. And the coach is like, <laughs> put on the glasses. My God, he doesn't have a chin. 
missing where the gin would have been. It's, it's really bizarre, man, that, that folks actually have elevated opinions of these guys. It, to me, it shows you the folks that hold him in any degree of esteem don't know what that means. They have no idea. And all of his little underlings that were like suckers to riding his, like, you know, schlong yep. riding him to fame, Sneko the Cucko. Hey, yo, Sneeko. Sneeko was, uh, <clears throat> Sneeko did an interview with Jesse Lee Peterson maybe two or three days ago, and I never got a chance to catch up to it because honestly, I mean, because JLP already interviewed Stevie Knight from Night Talk. Shout out to Night Talk, Stevie Knight. He black. And um, he already interviewed, who else did he interview? He interviewed somebody else that was a part of the space, or at least people would think. Oh, Pearly Things. Pearl Davis interviewed, well, interviewed Sneeko recently, like I said, three days ago. I was able to find... Um, the actual interview, but it's like 46 minutes long. So in a way, it's not worth going through, but it kind of is worth going through with the history that I can mention from Sneeko himself, not rumors, not allegations, shit that he said himself, and also his questionable modeling career. I was able to see, and I remember doing this before when I talked about Sneeko possibly being a cuck. Matter of fact, hold on. I got to be more universal with these, uh, with what I have going on right now. Um, I want to say this again because I, I want people to really understand what I'm trying to say here. Um, you have a guy, Sneeko, whose content, for the most part, he's referenced the red pill. He's already, you know, established himself as such. Um, he's been back and forth on the Fresh and Fit uh, podcast. Um, he's a part of that uh, tater tot, Andrew Tate worship, idolatry that's taking place. And he's went on the interview with Playback. Shout out to Playback. Playback's uh, another couple of guys. They black, couple, couple blacks, couple black folk. They're not manosphere, they're not red pill, but they're kind of in that, they're in the subculture where it's weird with these people, they use the same references, they use the same catchphrases, they use the same terminologies, but they will dismiss the red pill, they will dismiss MGTOW, and they will absolutely dismiss the manosphere every chance they get. But anyway, you ask Nico. He goes on playback. He does an interview with those guys, a couple guys. And he was talking about how he went to a, a sex party and literally watched his girl get smashed. Bruh. Absolutely despicable. The woman that you care for right? The woman that you care for, you're willing to sit back and watch that woman get fucked, donkey fucked by a guy. And you're just sitting back watching it. That's cuckery. That's that, that is a cuck. 
that dude, that's a cuck. Then it hit me. It just hit me now. Now that I think about it, it it literally just hit me, right? Think about this for a second, right? Matter of fact, I'm just mind fucked. I'm just hit left and right, right? Like, you have Sneeko, the guy who said that, who went on an interview and said that his girlfriend at the time, they went to a sex party. He watched his girl get fucked and she watched him fuck a woman. Or something like that. Cuckery all around foolishness. Now he's hanging out with a guy who happens to have a stripper name named Destiny. And I got something to ask both of those guys. I got something to ask both of them. Are you a beta male? Beta! 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 You know what I mean? Despicable. Thinks Tate is a good person or has smart ideas. It's like a litmus test for me. I'm like, who do you, you think Andrew Tate's cool? I'm like, dude, he's the top chief. Dude, he's this, this, and this. And I'm like, good. Now I know that you are just as retarded as him. <laughs> it's, it's, it's unfortunate, man. I hate to see guys, what could be good guys, go down bad roads. They're <laughs> down bad if you listen to this guy. Yeah. They are. When I say a one out of 10, I mean Megan Fox with a dick. That's the tranny. Or Hulk Hogan with a pussy. That's the girl. This is the question I'm asking. Megan Fox or Hulk Hogan? So you're thinking, well, I don't want to be gay, so I just uh, clicked the girl the number one, did it? You see how this guy is trying to rationalize this shit? Yeah, this is where, in my opinion, this nigga went all the way to the deep end. And he talking about not promoting wicked shit, not promoting evil. You know, he came after, he went after uh, Little Nas X for twerking on the devil and shit. <laughs> That's how he said it. He was twerking on the devil. Can you believe that? What the? What a sad, sad way to live. Destined for destruction. Destined for failure. You got the, uh, the Satan 666 shoe or some shit. Lil Nas X. It's, it's supposed to have like blood and shit on the bottom, on the hill part. I've heard a lot about that shit. I didn't fully research it, but I think I seen it. It was mentioned on like a YouTube, a random ass YouTube video that I checked out. And it was very interesting to know that um, this individual would uh, do a video where he is, in fact, twerking on Satan. This is, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> how blatant can you get, really? Oh, well, he was just trolling. Really? Oh, that's a that's a different variation of trolling right there. It's not a matter of wanting to be gay. You're not gay. Yep. Plain and simple, you're not gay. So in, in lieu of picking between these two ridiculous polar examples that he put up, I'd just not pick either one of them. But if I had to fuck something at the end of a gun, it would have a pussy, a real pussy. Okay, there's Plain a pussy. He's got mustache and muscles and shit. He's all hairy, big dude, six foot five. It's pretty gay to me. That's not 
You don't understand. Like, dudes don't have punitis. No, they, they don't. And besides which, uh, there was a point in time where women did look like that. It yep. was a while ago, but they did look like that. Yep. I'm pretty gay. So. I don't care if it's a pussy. That is gay. Whereas Megan Fox, okay, he's got a dick. I am going to be straight up inside of Andrew Tate's coal burner mom on camera in front of him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, these niggas, yo. <laughs> yo, these niggas are pathetic, bro. <laughs> yo. And he's going to be like, and yo. And then he's going to look at me angry. He's like, oh. he's going to like just put his head real close to the, where the smack is going. I was like, you're only eight inches inside of her. You're gay, Chronic. Gay. Only yeah, Andrew Tate could call a dude gay for smashing a pussy, bro. <laughs> only Andrew Tate. I can only I do it out of smite, out of spite for him. Oh God, this is—he's he, look—he's a fucking weirdo. And all this <laughs> stuff that came out when he was uh, locked up in Romanian jail it's while they were rifling weirdo. down all of his information stores it was good enough for me. I, I didn't need it prior to that, but it was good enough for me to find out that he was a complete and illegitimate fucking fraud. And that these motherfuckers are all the same no matter where you go, what language you speak, they're all the same. They never practice what they preach. Never. Dude, like, you know, shark attacks are bad, right? You don't like it when humans get yoinked by sharks? Correct. Okay, well, Jeffrey Epstein got yoinked by a shark. I'm happy. <laughs> same thing as when the Matrix discriminates against Andrew Tate. I'm happy. Good. Yeah, I think he's a terrible fucking example uh, for anything. For anything. As much as I don't like this Morgan Ariel, my disdain for tater tots is like 10 times. Let's just skip through the rest of this. He's yep. basically flexing on himself. And, yep. and like the amount of damage Andrew Tate has done to the Manosphere, the Red Pill brand, is, is indescribable. <laughs> well, I think... I think... Now, that's arguable. Now, that's... I, I agree. I agree with that. I agree with that. But I really think... I personally think he caused more damage to himself... Than the so-called red pill or manosphere at this point. The red pill is becoming like it's almost like <clears throat> it's almost like from punk rock to like grunge, right? Now it's just like two it's it's the same genre, right? It's rock, right? It's still rock. But you have that punk rock freedom of expression you know, against the system, against feminism, that's pretty much the translation of it, against feminism, you know, sort of, you know, balls to the wall type of activity. And it caught on. Now, the woman in the last episode, when in, in, in this same video, she talked about how the red pill was once cool, which wasn't the case the guys who kind of carried it for a bit, those were the guys who got traction, and because of those guys, it was seen that the manosphere and the red pill was something, but then it got all bunched into certain categories because most people who are detractors of the red pill, they're only getting like just pearly things and fresh and fit as examples of the red pill, so it was obvious that Andrew Tate, who, like I said before, he he kind of became his own worst enemy. Because 
when you're when you're able to tell on yourself the way that Andrew Tate told on himself and saying all this shit like, oh, he had people with the mafia with him and all this crazy shit. I mean, come on, man. So he was really his own worst enemy, but it didn't really give the red pill much of a good look. And there was a lot of guys who wanted Andrew Tate to stay locked up. A lot of guys, men. And really, they were just hopping on the train because at one time when Andrew Tate got locked up, I think there was a couple of memes, some something like that, where, you know, the people were making fun of the situation and all of these other people magically popped up once Andrew Tate was locked up. So, of course, technically, he couldn't defend himself any way, shape or form. Now, regardless of how people feel about Tate, to have someone throw dirt on your name the way that a lot of these women were doing um, without anything necessarily credible to go along with it. And women and the guys that hated Tate so much that they excused that portion. It really it almost reminds me of Trump and Trump's situation with the indictments. Oh, people can talk about less than a handful of what the indictment is all about, but nobody really knows. Cocaine inside of the fucking White House. I mean, that's pretty blatant. That's pretty obvious. But I'm getting off subject. And shoulder to shoulder with guys like Kevin Samuels. I think they I think the better description is they um, they're at the same level on their hands and knees in front of some <laughs> Tyrones. <laughs> you never know. I, I know. Oh, God. well, you know what I mean? That was just, you know, I was just saying that we know. But still, yep. Creations that these men are undergoing. They literally snip their penis and it gets a hole gets cut inside of them. It's a wound. It's an open wound. I guess I'm going to stop. Let's just get back towards the end because she goes in depth on the yep. transgender rights. We're going to lose yep. my channel. <laughs> yeah, these niggas are burnt, man. They was talking spicy the entire time, man. Y'all got to check out the last episode if you haven't checked it out. Because these guys are spicy, man. Pause. They were saying a lot of uh, a lot of heavy shit, especially for a YouTube channel. Those two individuals, uh, they don't give a shit. And I admire that, but at the same time, I would never do that. The reason why I say this the way that I say it is because for me to go back and forth with with YouTube, with the things that I talk about and the way that I talk about things, I couldn't even negotiate it. I wouldn't even attempt to create another YouTube channel if my YouTube channel gets terminated for what I talk about. So I kind of just stay on my little uh, pirate radio ship or my pirate, my pirate ship, right? This the, the podcast is a pirate ship, more or less. So and, and because I don't because I support both Undead Chronic and Hammerhead but my problem or not even a problem just the thing that I don't understand is why would you create you will constantly create a channel on YouTube 
just a bitch about YouTube. But these guys, they got Rumble and all that other shit now. Most of uh, the content creators today got it. I mean, to be quite honest, I know um, Thinking Man's Templar. Shout out to Thinking Man's Templar. Shout out to Edmore. Um, he just he did like a video maybe two or three days ago, and he hasn't did a video before that for like half a year. So a lot of these guys, they go on YouTube just to do promos or just to do trailers or to do pre-shows or to do less um, racy content on YouTube to promote their channels and then advertise their Rumble and then advertise their other platforms, um, locals or whatever the fuck they have. And then they'll they'll gather the people there to go on those other platforms and support them there. So, I mean... It's beneficial more so in that in that way. Um, there's a lot of guys who have Patreons, so they do, um, you know, certain videos that people request. I'm trying to do something, not a Patreon, but I'm trying to do something where it's just like a default um, email address that people can uh, send videos or send ideas on uh, what future content I should talk about. I'm still working on that, but I'm going to have that sometime soon. Because this was shit that I was I was supposed to do a year ago. I just never got to doing it. At that time, I didn't have a, a, a laptop. And at that time, I really didn't have much time to be able to sit back and, and actually uh, put together decent content. So now... That's kind of my plan going forward. Um, this video is pretty much done. I think there's, what, 10 seconds left? 30 seconds left. Um, there's another video that I wanted to go through, and we're already over an hour and four minutes. So I want to see. I want to exit out my soundboard. Then I want to go to YouTube so I know that my recording won't stop. Now, I think I saved this on watch later. I got this completely different uh, YouTube account on my new phone, so I don't... Uh, this is fucking bullshit. I hate this shit. Uh, library. Watch later. Okay, Modern Women Archives Reviews. Woman is afraid she will die alone. Let's get into it. After the ad, of course. Ad is playing? Yep. All right. Fuck DoorDash. Okay. We will skip that. Skip. Pause. We'll go back. And let's begin. I just don't know what's going to happen. Oh, shite. Oh, shite. <laughs> Happen and I'm uh, let me make sure this quality needs to be where it's at. All right, here we go. I just don't know what's going to happen, and I'm worried that I'm and all my friends, and like we are all going to end up single. Or, like, is there a movement that I'm unaware of of men taking steps to like be better? You know what I mean? Or, like, is us 
making the steps to be better going to force them to be better. It's not our job to make them better. Like, they should want to be better themselves. The thing is, uh, women who talk like this don't understand that the men who choose to better themselves, they typically better themselves without the woman. It's a harsh thing for a lot of women to understand. Yeah, you become a part of a lot of these men's problems. When the men actually decide, hey, I don't really have to be around you or I don't care to be around you. And I'm going to focus on on continue doing what I'm doing, which is succeed, make money, uh, push forward, accelerate, whatever, whatever term you want to use. The women who wonder, hey, where are all the good men? There's a good chance that you had opportunities with good men. You just missed your chance to understand it. That's the mishaps that women have, that they think that everything is going to be presented to them still five years, 10 years, 15 years down the line. It doesn't work like that. I see women gain so much weight that it's almost like it's sickening looking at them. With how women used to look 10 years ago, I'm 30, I'm 34, right? So I'm literally in the same shape, if not better shape than I was 10 years ago when I was 24. When I see the women that are my age or even the women who are a little bit older, in some cases, women are even a little bit younger that look older. They look like a mess. They're out of shape. They're not presentable. And this woman, she is not she's below average, guys. She's just about a five. Look up Modern Women Archives Reviews on YouTube. This video came out eight hours ago, so nine times out of ten is going to be the most recent video there. And look at this woman who's talking like this. She's nothing special. She's just a woman going on TikTok, talking about her mishaps on social media, dude. This is all it is. Nothing more, nothing less. You know what I mean? Anyways, I am just worried that I'm going to end up single for life. And like, while I'm taking all of these steps to become the best version of myself, is that also going to just like make me single? Because I'm tired of being alone and I just want someone to spend my life with. Oh, yeah. Okay, thanks. Bye. You are going to end up single and alone, honey. (laughs) (laughs) This thing is a piece of shit. I got (laughs) this thing is a piece of shit, man. That nigga's a piece of trash. I'm bringing it back. <laughs> what a savage, dude. This thing is a piece of shit. I had to bring that back. Hold up. Job to make them better. Like, they should want to be better themselves. Right. You know what I mean? A little thought. Shut up. Anyways, I am just worried that I'm going to end up single for life. And, Bye-bye. like, while I'm taking all of these steps to become the best version of myself. Bye-bye, honey. Bye-bye. Just, like, Bye-bye. make me single. Because I'm tired of being alone. And I just want someone to spend my life with. Eliminate it. Okay, thanks. Bye. You are going to end up single and alone, honey. And there is a movement men have. Maybe you should look into it. Eliminate it. Men don't have to take steps to be better. Eliminate They are already doing that for themselves. Women just need to stop having impossible standards. And by the way, the men's thing is not a movement. So I just want to, I want to correct you on that. MGTOW, not a movement. Manosphere, not a movement. The red pill, not a movement. Feminism, definitely a movement. A movement that is backed politically. 
The red pill is not backed politically, although most people within the space tend to be more right leaning. Because even if you're center today to the radical left, you are just one of the right wingers. So it's no different. But yes, feminism is a movement. Feminism is one of the many labels of liberalism. Remember, I brought that up a couple episodes back. One of the many labels of liberalism is feminism. Heavy hitters. They're known to go public. They're known to create hashtag movements. They're a movement that creates movements. A movement that's backed by other movements. It's like when you deal with BLM and you realize that you realize that the founders were radical black lesbian feminists. I mean, does it really surprise you that all these things intertwine with one another? When you see a lot of the BLM marches and movements, did you not see the rainbow flags with the BLM symbols on them? I'm, sh- I'm sure a lot of y'all did. Y'all don't want to acknowledge it, but I'll do it for you. But anyway, let's get back to this loopy bitch. This broad. Unrealistic expectations and stop being so demanding and judgmental towards men. Women's form of self-development is increasing conceitedness and egotism. It wow. has nothing to do. I don't even think they have I don't even think they have a genuine variation of self-development. I think their self-development comes by force. And it comes as like a survival mechanism where they have no other choice. I believe with men, with men, it's a little bit more natural for a man to want to develop self-development. With women in self-development, it's the complete opposite where They don't want to acknowledge anything about themselves until they find themselves by themselves. Oh, my. Bars. I'm black. That's what usually happens. And I'm only being honest. When a woman, and this is what I talked about before, where a lot of these washed up women, they turn to God and shit. They all become religious all of a sudden. That's when they have no other options. When no other man wants them, they turn to God, they turn to Jesus. Despicable. Basura. With recognizing imperfections, taking accountability, and improving themselves, they just increase their opinions about themselves and demand more and not settle for less. This leaves them alone and single. Why don't you accept your fate? Yikes. In my 30s, my biggest question is not, am I going to find someone who loves me? No, my biggest question is, am I going to love someone else again? You know, because it hasn't happened in a hot minute. Dating apps? No, there's no connection there. The audacity. You lucky I closed out my soundboard app or I would have picked it back up and played emotional damage because this is what this woman represents. When a woman says something like, I don't know if I'll be able to love a man again, she's damaged goods. She's emotional damaged. She's 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 destroyed on the inside out. 
And let me see what she looks like, because she don't look that special to me. Let me see something. Yeah, she ain't nothing special. She got about two pounds of makeup on. Typical blonde Western woman. Typical blonde Western woman. And you know what's funny about that? They don't have like any they don't have any self-awareness of who they are and how they're presented. This woman looks like a bum. She has a wrinkled Adidas shirt on, looking like a retired uh, football player. Look like a retired football player with that wrinkled ass Adidas uh, T-shirt on. Apartment, the apartment is that her apartment? Apartment looks like a fucking attention, like a detention center. Like when you walk into like, when you walk into like a warehouse and there's like a so-called like a little entrance area, it looks like an entrance area to a warehouse slash juvenile detention center. Reckless. City and the things that some of these men boys say. Can't do it. In person, hasn't been working for me either. But some great guys. And I feel there's no connection. Let's try this. And I'm like, I'm not attracted to you. I don't want to spend a lot of time with you. <laughs> and I'm really. And to make things worse, women like this, who I think they know that they're not nothing special. But they just feel good about um, it's like whatever issues that they had, they feel good about projecting that to men. So whatever issue she has with men, it runs deep. She's already talking about she don't know if she can love men. She's a walking, breathing red flag. And she's also a contradiction because she'll spend her time pointing out the red flags, not realizing one. Not realizing that the biggest one is the one looking back at her in the mirror. That's a harsh reality. Women don't understand it. It's like this self-development. She doesn't even understand that concept then. But she finds herself in a situation or she finds herself in the same situations that involve her pretty much not not finding anything that she's attracted to so-called. But in reality, she can't really measure up to it. And all these women who complain about not being able to find men, they're being seeked after currently by men. So that that's that's almost like when these women complain about the dating culture and all this shit, it's laughable. It really is. It's laughable at this point. I'm worried that I just learned to love my time by myself, time alone, a little too much, a little bit too much peace on my own. And I'm kind of starting to get worried now. Like, will I find somebody or no? My guess is no. <laughs> this guy, this guy's a genius, man. His responses are just straight to the point. My response is no. That's excellent. Um, the thing about most women like this is that, once again, she's a six. If she took that makeup off, all that makeup she has, especially around her cheekbones, she's probably a five and a half, not going to lie. So this is a six. Another average at best type of woman. And it's all about patterns, right? Kevin Samuels pointed it out. He did. Rest in peace, Kevin Samuels. 
he pointed it out with the woman who's average at best, but her expectations were set as if she was set on seven or eight. She about a five. She about a five. The woman that was dealing with Kevin Samuels in that segment, she was like a four. She wasn't even a five. Kevin Samuels was being nice, but he's always been nice to women. I'm not doing that shit, man. I don't have the care to. Especially women that know that should know better, but still can they they can still make irrational decisions, man. And then the guy that deals with the bitch got to deal with all her issues. And she's looking at the guy like, oh, well, he's flawless. He doesn't have his problems. He can just handle my bills. He can just handle my debt. And this this type of woman, she's been fucked over and fucked too many times. You can tell by looking at her. Like she has that sort of emptiness about her. Like, even her apartment is just plain. It's just very empty. Like, her spirit, just nothing there. What a sad way to live, man. She wants a man, doesn't like average men, and only wants Chad's and Tyrone. Shuts. Or she'll be alone. <laughs> she will never get Chad or Tyrone to commit. <laughs> so she has to be comfortable with being alone. Alone Shuts. you'll be. So all these good men out here now, I guess this is supposed to be seen as humorous. I see it as desperate. I see it as sad. The woman, let me see what she looks like. And this is in New York, I'm assuming, because I'm looking at the surroundings. It's very New York-like. You know how in New York there's always construction places? There's there's places that had like, like, like scaffolding in, in, in fucking New York buildings since the 90s, right? That's how New York is. So this reminds me of New York. I want to see what this bitch looks like real quick. You must be single, single, and not New York's or the world's definition of single. Another woman who's a five or a six. And she's light-skinned. I love light-skinned women. She's light-skinned, and she's average and basic. What the? Bitch, you better go to the gym. Go some fucking where. Sick of them, man. I'm tired of it. She out here with a fucking megaphone. I call the police on her. Lock her black ass up. She out here disturbing the peace. What the? It's like, don't these niggas in New York got other things to worry about? Now we got this loud ass hood booger bitch here. Somebody call the police on her. Get her out of here. This is broad daylight, too. She's doing this shit. Thank you, and I will be speaking to you shortly. I'm coming to find my good man. The problem with this is good men are not going to respond to a woman who has hang-ups about men cheating and being broke. She said all of those things because she's dated bad men in the past. So why should a good man suddenly take her on and put up with all of her problems? Million dollar question? Nobody will never come up with that answer. And that's the sad... That right there? And for a man... And for a man to tolerate it, fuck these bitches, man. 
for a man to sit back and go, okay, she wants all these things. I'm this. He's not questioning any of her activity in the past. He's just old willy nilly going about things like he's going to see where things go. He don't know that she's been a hoe. You know what I mean? Bars. I'm black. Bars out of nowhere. Like the RKO out of nowhere. But, um, they don't, they don't like it's, it's, it sucks, but it's also funny because, and I mentioned it before guys have friends like this or guys had friends like this in the past where they haven't been with many women. So when they get that opportunity to be with a woman, they'll isolate, they'll isolate their family, their friends and everything for that woman. And that woman picks up on it and realizes that he's actually weak. He's not the person that the woman thought she was with. And then once again, the respect and the value of the man drops tremendously, uh, tremendously. And at the at the end of the day, she's on to the next one. Now you got this guy. He's broken, miserable because he put everything into a woman, lost track of his friends. Family's going to be around regardless but lost track of his friend, you know, they'll, they'll sit back and laugh at him because I've done it. I've laughed at guys in, the, in, the, in those situations because I've seen it happen too many times. I've seen it happen before I've gotten into more relationships. So I already knew how to go about it, where it's like you have to have a separation between your friends and the person you're with. Um, the only thing that makes it difficult would be if her friends and your friends are mutual friends, which that kind of naturally happens, especially with a long term relationship. But other than that, let's face it, 2023 long term relationships. <laughs> Give me a break, right? 2023 marriages. Come on. 2023 proposals proposals might be something different because a guy's always willing to throw his life away for a bitch you know it and i know it and it ain't a secret a nigga's always willing to throw his life away for a bitch and because of that it, it will just be a constant cycle of a man selling his soul throwing his life away throwing away his dreams and admirations in order to chase pussy it's, it's the truth. I don't care how I'm viewed or how people view me for this. I don't give a shit. It's a fact. That's why when a guy just sit back and goes, well, what else does a bitch have to offer? Because that, that's all, that's all, that's all a part of the game. Like, niggas ain't, niggas ain't no spring chicken. You see what I mean? So it's, this shit ain't nothing to me. If, if a bitch, if, if I'm like how, what, what Patrice O'Neill said, he did. Rest in peace, Patrice O'Neill. If pussy is all you got to offer, then for a man, it's best for a man to know that right away. So his actions and the way that he goes about with, with himself and his intentions are 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 seen. OK, they are seen. They are witnessed. I'm looking at this house, this one house. I grew up in this area pretty much, right? In this one house that's on the corner, there is these uh there is these white chicks that used to live there. And at the time I was like I'm trying to think. I was young, man. I was like twelve or thirteen. And these two girls, uh these two white chicks, um, lived at this corner house that I'm looking at. And 
it just brought back all these like weird it's not a nostalgic feeling it's just like a it's almost unsettling if you ever been to places like it's 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 very difficult to explain like when you go to places and you've had good times in those places and you go to those places currently or you go to those places when you're kind of in it's not that you're having bad times but it's that you're you're at a different you're in a different chapter so the things of the past are still things that happen but they don't necessarily affect you going forward so when you look at you when you look back or when you go to certain areas that you once enjoyed and now you're just there going about your day it's a weird unsettling feeling where it's like you i i question myself in the term of the people that I looked at as friends, what made them friends? Why did I not identify as them, but identify alongside with them? And I, I question those things, right? And so the conclusion that I came up with is bitches ain't shit and you can't trust a lot of people today. So it's best that you stay to yourself. You do your dirt. You do your dirt by your lonely and you don't, you don't, you don't go out there to try and entertain these bitches. That's how I look at it. Because the guys who have to go, the guys who literally have to go out there and project themselves to women, they'll, they'll never get a shot. And what I mean by that is when guys really believe that what they have to say is gold or who they, or who they are is just that. And they just have this sense, they have a lack of awareness. It's like the same thing that a woman has. Like when a woman's a beach well or a land well, she's a heavy hitter, BBW, whatever you call them. She'll call herself a 10 regardless. Now, it's the one person who's blunt and honest about it and say that you're not a 10 whatsoever that guy is going to get absolutely annihilated. Women are going to take turns ganging up on him. Oh, I, how dare you? You're a scrub. You probably gay. This and all, all the things that women, on the other hand, would criticize a man for saying these women have carte blanche to go out there and do whatever the fuck they want. Say whatever the fuck they want. Be whatever the fuck they want. And as a man, our our manhood is tested on a day-to-day basis by these women. Our manpower is tested, what we are capable of. Um, our energy is tested, what we can tolerate. It's so many things that I can break down. <laughs> and this is just off the top. I have no notes. It's just the reality, right? The woman, let's be honest, attraction-wise, a woman's only looked at by her looks. And I mean this in a literal sense. Where a man is looked at by a woman, a man a man is judged head to toe what he has on, how he's presented himself, so on and so forth. With a man, it's so basic. It's a woman that's attractive or it's a woman that's not attractive. If the woman's attractive, he's going to have a look or two. He's going to check her out. 
if she's not attractive, he's just going to continue going about his day. The character and the judgment of character comes after the conversation or comes with observation and truly knowing about a person or knowing enough about a person to have a rational um, decision of whether this person is meaningful or could be meaningful to you or not. But I also realized that there was a point in my life where I realized that I've completely separated from society and not in an unhealthy way. I still live amongst people. I'm still around people. I still work amongst people, but I'm very to myself and I'm very comfortable and not just comfortable, but happy and content with that. Being comfortable and being content is kind of like two different things, right? Although it's kind of the same. Depending on how you look at it, it's subjective, right? If you're just comfortable, you can be lazy and be comfortable. You see what I'm saying? So that negative aspect of comfortability is still there. Um, when you're content, you can also be you can also be arguably lazy, but you can still have means of production. You can still have your way of going about doing things and actually do things and not be cooped up in the house not doing nothing with yourself 24-7. You know what I mean? So there's always there's always alternatives. And I think it's funny where a lot of these women, they look for the alternative when they're no longer... They're, they're no longer desirable to most men. And so what they'll do is they'll come up with the excuse that, oh, well, the top guy was just never available. No, you were never... You were never seen as a choice by the top guy. And when the guys that were trying to do something for you, you were too busy nitpicking. Now you 35, 40, you ready to settle down. Mission failed. We'll get him next time. It's over. It's over, Johnny. All right. It's almost quarter to 10 p.m. I'm about to get ready to wrap this episode up. I haven't ate nothing today. No, I have. I ate like two chimichangas. You feel me? Shout out to my brown brothers out there. I had I had I had a couple of chimichangas and um with some avocado hot sauce on it. It was actually pretty good. But I am hungry as fuck right now. So I'm about to do that, get something to eat. Well, not get something to eat, make something to eat. Uh, I have something set up for tomorrow. Hopefully, my cousin's supposed to stop by, supposed to do an episode. Um, but I also have an episode set up for, I will say, because, you know, tomorrow's Sunday, so I'll take it easy. I'll do an episode around 1.30, 2.30 p.m., and then... Hopefully, six thirty between six thirty and seven thirty slash eight, maybe my cousin will stop by, and I'll have an episode for that time as well. But as I always say, for me, right about now, it's the end of another day. So in the meantime, and in between time, and until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule 
Chapel. Shout out to Hammerhand. Shout out to Undead Chronic. Shout out to the Warband. I'm signing out. Peace.